thanks for joining us. This is our first, this is uh, many firsts today. Not only is this our first interview, this is the first time we're having people in the comic book dungeon, and this is the first time ever I have recorded with pants on. Different. <laughs> <laughs> to put on airs for us. <laughs> it's chafing me. <laughs> so let me introduce our guests. These are the three wise men. I talked about Motor City Mo a couple episodes back, and they were nice enough to come on and answer our questions on their book. And I know, Cruz, you just got a copy of Motor City Mo, so you don't have to live vicariously through me anymore. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, it was really interesting. I uh, really definitely enjoyed the book, but uh, let's introduce the creators. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> well, I'm Kyle, uh, one of the creators slash writers, Motor City Mo, Kyle Esper, that's me. <laughs> I'm I'm Dylan Elkins. Um, the things he just said also apply to me. And then I'm the handsome of the two Elkins brothers. I'm Tyler Elkins, and also writer, creator, all that. Thanks for having us. We're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. I thank you guys coming out at this odd hour. Yeah, <laughs> quite all right. Really glad to have you. It's less dungeony in here than I pictured. <laughs> I, I, Except for the whips and chains and stuff. But... Right. <laughs> so I guess my first question is. It's obvious how you two, the, your brothers, you know each other. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet Kyle? Uh, well, Dylan and I went to, well, the three of us did went to the same school. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Well, I'm a little older. <laughs> we're making this way more complicated than it used to be. This is the first question. Uh, Dylan and I were in the same class. So we mm-hmm. met in, in middle school. Yeah, in seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh so, grade track, to be exact. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we've known each other for a million years. Okay. Yeah. And then just knowing Kyle while they growing up. and Well, you went to school so with his sister, too. Yeah, and I went to school with his older sister. So okay. then when we started writing the books, that was uh, just seemed natural. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a long time, Dylan and I would make like videos together and, and pitch ideas for like movies and, and TV shows and all sorts of crazy nonsense. And then... One night, I was like, "Well, why don't why haven't we ever tried to come up with comic books or a shared comic book universe?" And we kind of just did that. Yeah, and it just spawned off from from there. You know, five or six years later, here we are in a comic book dungeon. <laughs> yeah. That answers my next question: How far back the the writing goes? How far back does Motor City Mo go? Oh wow! It's, oh, it was when we were squatting. So <laughs> we were not squatting. Well, we got kicked out because we weren't supposed to be living where we were living. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started, we talked about shit for 10 minutes. When you say squatting, that so now, yeah. brings me right back yeah. there. Mo was, oh, what is it with this podcast and the fecal matter? <laughs> it, it, Mo was one of the first ideas we came yeah. up with. It was like one of the first nights that we sat down to do it. We were kind of just throwing out ideas against the wall, to, trying to figure out what stuck, like what we were interested in. And Dylan had an idea. Uh, um, so, well, the if you I don't know if you're wrestling fans. Um, but the inspiration for Motor City Mo was uh, Mick Foley, okay. who was who made a living just just taking a beating and then just getting back up and every Monday night being uh, ready to go back again, uh, regardless of what was thrown at him. That's kind of the uh, what uh, the inspiration was when uh, we were coming up with that. Right. So that yeah, that was the basic premise: just a character that could just take a beating and keep on. Keep it on. So, like that was would be his superpower, just this mm-hmm. endurance. Endurance, right? We didn't want him to be this jacked guy or have like a, a you know like Wolverine. We didn't want him to have claws or anything like that. We wanted him to be, for all intents and purposes, like a normal, even like a schlubby kind of a guy who just you know can't die. He can heal himself, and that's sort of how we came up with it. Was started right. off with that idea. Yeah. Okay. So that was the concept we started with, and just through our conversations, we came up with the story, and it, it kept changing, and we kept 
trying to figure out what we wanted, the story we wanted to tell, and we finally figured it out. <laughs> Do you want to switch spots? Oh, no, I'm fine here. I'm good. He sits crisscross applesauce all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no! I'm, I was just going to comment. I really, I do like the idea of uh, of the character. I actually thought it, it had some sort of a, a root with Rocky, <laughs> being a, someone they can take a beating and keep going. Yep. Well, yeah. Dylan's wearing a win Rocky win T shirt today, so there's <laughs> yes. obviously a lot of <laughs> a lot of that in there as well. Yeah. I get a no prize. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we thought it was ve- our references to Rocky were very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, the pugilist aspect and all that. So. Even though he has the, the the superpowers, you did a really good job of making him a relatable guy. I mean, I think all of us were the heroes of our story, but we always feel downtrodden. We always we have the asshole boss we don't like. We have the asshole problems we, we don't want to face. And even though this guy has Wolverine-esque powers of, uh, of healing, he's that same sort of downtrodden guy. Mm-hmm. So. It, even though it's you have that, you make it still a very relatable book. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. When we're pitching it to people at cons and stuff, like we, you know, we say it's like Wolverine or Deadpool, but you know, he's he's kind of like a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, he's an alcoholic <laughs> and stuff. And a lot of times, people will be like, "Oh, you know, just like me." That's, that's what the people will say to us, and we're like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah. So I'm gonna nice. just jump around all over. But that's fine. Sure, sure. Prepared. So you, I, I know you guys have been doing the con, the local con circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been promoting the book? Long time. Um, we took a year just promoting it with the teaser. Right. So yeah, last year we took a full year of where we took just the first 10 pages. We had printed that and um, we were giving that out to, for free to people just to... Um, Which was surprisingly difficult to get people <laughs> to take a f- something for free. Yeah, I was surprised that people wouldn't want a free something. But then, uh, or go ahead, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, then this year, starting for the first time this year, is when we started selling the book. So this is technically our second year in, in the con game. Mm-hmm. Have you found that it's easier selling the book than trying to give it away for free? People are weird about stuff like that. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah it's weird. I would say so too. Yeah. Well, people seem to be uh, distrusting of... Yeah. <laughs> free offers. If they have to put some sort of investment into it, they're going to value it more, they're going to think yeah. it's better. So yeah, you yeah, exactly. exactly. try giving out candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a funny, a fun yeah. story. Um, it was one of our first cons with, the, it was our first con with the teaser and we, weren't get, we didn't get any business the first day. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, well this stand across from us has candy out. Mm-hmm. We're going to put candy out. Not realize, not thinking about the fact that A, just a stripper on our cover and the content of our book, we drew a lot of uh, kids. <laughs> and a lot, oh, of, yeah. uh, a lot of parents just scurrying their kids away from us. Right. So, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> what, what did you have? Like the little penis-shaped lollipops? <laughs> no, but now we're gonna. It was, it was Reese's and Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I have met a lot of fun people at cons, and I think most people who've gone to many cons have seen some interesting, some weird, some maybe some things that they would wish they could forget. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any of those stories? <laughs> oh. So, uh, I want to say it was Great Lakes. Uh-huh. Um, they have kind of a weird bathroom situation. You, like, walk in, there's a wall right in front of you, and so you have to go, like, you have to turn left, and there's a corner you have to round. Needlessly complicated for me. <laughs> um, I walk in there, turn, round the corner, and then I just walk into this Five Nights at Freddy character. <laughs> And oh, we nice. just, and this is 
I'm not over exaggerating. It was at least three minutes of us just standing, just staring in, at each other. And then I just kind of scooched out of the way and he walked by. And it was one of the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in my life. I feel like you put yourself into that situation. Why'd you keep staring he, he at him? He didn't leave. Why'd you put him? Prison situation. Yeah, right. I, I guess so. Yeah, you don't make eye t- contact in a prison. Right. Or in a combat. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you run into all sorts of people at the cons. But, I mean, I feel like... You know, we're we're men in our our late twenties, early thirties. You know, pushing a comic book, so we have no room to judge yeah. anyone mm-hmm. for their weirdness. So yeah. it's it's a, a delightfully weird. Uh, we we always have tons of fun at the cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus like you know, ninety seven percent of the interactions are great and fun and funny, and you have a little. Even if they don't buy the book or something, you still have a little talk about whatever, and then. Uh, it's really fun to have people stop and tell you all about their costumes. That's, that's I think it might be Kyle's least favorite part of it, but it's my favorite part. It's um, not entirely true. And the more obscure, the better. I love just hearing some guy talk about some obscure 1960s character that he's dressed up as that you, you'll have never heard of and will never hear of. And it's fun. <laughs> I just had a really bad experience with an old guy dressed as Superman who had no interest in Mo, but wanted no. to talk to us about his Superman costume for like five hours. Mm-hmm. Being on the other side of the aisle, being a consumer there, I've had a similar experience. They seem like really nice guys. Like the, I can't remember their exact names, like the Great Lakes G.I. Joe cosplayers. Okay. But they, you can tell they put a lot of effort in their costumes. And it's like, I talked to one and I was just, I was trying to be nice. Yeah. And then it's like out of nowhere, it was like all these Crimson Guardsmen just like came out of nowhere. And it's like everybody's just really into their costume. Uh-huh. And they're like, you look like somebody who would be like really into this. Like, you know, we could use people. And it's just, there was like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Right. It's, just, it's kind of time for me to go. Yes. <laughs> yep. But I mean, you have like the Ghostbusters, the Metro Detroit, like Ghost. I don't know what the exact name of their Ghostbusters. Like the, they're they're Ghostbusters. Branches. Right. Yeah. And like but, the yeah. Jedi Council and stuff. But it's like those guys. I mean, they're just going around being Ghostbusters and Jedi, so it's like, you know, more power to them. Like, that's Jealous, cool. if anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that when you have people start introducing themselves as Great Lakes Ghostbusters, this was the root of fake news and us being post-fact. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, you've got a point. <laughs> You're not a Ghostbuster. <laughs> I don't care how many lights are on that backpack. Well, funny, funny story, too. Our first con... Uh, a lot of stuff happened at our first con. Right? It was at Great Lakes, yeah. right? Dylan and I were pulling up. It was the first morning. We were trying to set up. And there was a guy just kind of, like, he looked lost. Even we were 50 feet away, we could tell he was lost. And we were, like, walking into the building with all of our stuff. We had boxes and stuff in our hands. And he, like, came up to us. And he was like, I'm supposed to be here with the Ghostbusters. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, where do I go? <laughs> I, like, I, I don't didn't know. know the Ghostbusters were going to be there. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Is there a ghost we right. about? And so, like, we found out later that day, all the Ghostbusters had showed up. We were at our table and it was set up. And he just had a hoodie that had, like, the proton pack and everything on it. So he was obviously a Ghostbuster in training. (laughs) That's why he was so confused. But good news. Flash forward a year. This year at the Great Lakes Con, he had a full proton pack. Full regalia. So he made it. He made it. (laughs) He got a promotion. He got a promotion. He did it. I graduated from junior Ghostbuster. (laughs) Exactly. See being confused. It's they always take for granted you know where to go and you know what you're doing. So right. you're, 
I think they do a much better job for the public than if you're yeah, they just take yeah. for granted. Oh, you've probably been doing this now for years. You right. should just know how this works. Uh, we just thought it was funny that he thought that we would tell what yeah. he was supposed to do. <laughs> we knew nothing of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Play that song all day though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh jeez. Yeah, they garner a lot of attention. Yes. The cons. Right. Like you said just, they have the music going. They have car. There's like a bunch of lights flashing. So yeah, they are quite the uh, the ball. And they, yes, and they they just are. keep getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Expanding. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I remember the first con I saw them years ago, and I think there was like six of them. And the last time I saw them, there was like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swapping out like I'm ready to relieve you. You can go go to the bathroom and do whatever. Yeah. There's tons of them. Yeah, it's crazy. How many crossing streams jokes are there when they go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh my god, hopefully a ton. Uh, yeah, that would be a waste of a bathroom break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, before we started recording, uh, I mentioned that Cruz had just gotten the book, and you said, yeah, I remember shipping that to California. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't realize that you guys did your own distribution. Like, do you do that all out of your house? Yeah. Yeah, my wife and I actually recently bought, like, just a bunch of shelves to, like, put the, the books and... Uh, packing material and like all of our stuff to set up so that ideally we can set up a whole uh, uh, system of when we need to send out you know thousands of them but yeah well the, the system works really yet. well because yeah. it came in a couple of days early for me oh well good i'm glad i was i was happy because i wanted to read it before we talked good well i'm good uh i'm glad yeah, i've heard a lot of uh creators do that it's just it's easier, it's quicker, mm-hmm. you guys just pay so much less overhead. Well, I think, too, just with us, it's lack of knowledge and lack of access. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, we've sent scripts to Image, you know, into other places, and we haven't heard back. And, you know, so it's like, well, in the meantime, until we get a multi-million dollar deal with Marvel, because <laughs> we know it's coming, <laughs> we're going we're, we're gonna to self-publish. And, you know, we're having a blast doing it. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun. And, you know, I think part of it, too, is just not having to, like, really answer to anybody. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Like, just being able to write what we want to write, do what we want to do, and then ship it, too. So, like, we're in charge of setting the prices, making sure that's all squared away. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I like it. <laughs> I just think that's something that most people don't think of when they think of somebody who writes a, a comic book. They don't think that you guys are not only you know writing it, you have to figure out how to get it published. Mm-hmm. You now have to send it out. You have to self-promote. There's yeah. all these skills that, like like you said, if you worked at Marvel or Image or something, there would be a whole team of people to take care right. of those those details for you. So that shows that you, not only do you guys have those creative energies, but you got to, I think, to take that, you have to not be afraid to try new things, to try to take on. Like you said, it's a lack of knowing how things work. It's a not being afraid to go out there and, if I don't know how to do this, I'm just going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, to your point, too, I feel like there's every week or every couple of weeks, there's something new, like a, a new level of it that's uncovered that's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, now we got to do this. <laughs> now we got to ship it, mm-hmm. you know, and now we have to figure out, like, how to file taxes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's been crazy, but like Tyler says, we don't have to, we don't have to answer to anybody except for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, we're enjoying the journey and, and all the new stuff that keeps coming with it. Mm-hmm. And doing it together is, you know, is a great thing. Well, yeah, awesome. but Kyle definitely is doing the heavy lifting yes. in that regard. His basement is head HQ for doing videos, for writing, right. for shipping, and yeah, I mean it's uh, it's definitely he's doing he's doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's a team effort. Yeah, uh, Kelly Thompson, she's writing Hawkeye right now. Or I'm a little bit behind, so maybe that's no longer true. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, that's she used to have a podcast, and she used to write a lot of her own product pro, or products before going to Marvel. That's exactly what she used to talk about. She's like, "Yeah, I'm sending all the books out of like my small New York apartment." So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you guys. This you got to start. Like you said, you're trying to get to image. This is how you uh, yeah. you start out, and that's really cool that you get. Like you said, you get your wife going in it. You guys all oh, have yeah. your specialties. Kind of like the A-team. Yeah. <laughs> I wish more people would realize that we're like the A-team. Exactly. <laughs> Dylan's the one with attitude. You're the one with... Uh, I'm the loose cannon. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle song. Donatello. I don't know what you're talking about. I would be the fake. technical one. I, I I, so you went from... You went from A-team. A-team to Ninja Turtles because okay. that's the theme song that I know. <laughs> and I don't even know it that well. <laughs> well so, so Leonardo leads. That would be me. Donatello does machines. That would be Kyle. Um... Raphael's cool and crude. You're cool, cool and crude. Uh, Michelangelo's a party dude. He is Michelangelo. <laughs> he might be Michelangelo. Yeah, you can be two things. I, I think I'm both. Yeah. And then Kyle would be Splinter. Well, because Shannon would be one of them. My wife. Yes. Shannon would definitely be I one. I think Donatello was her favorite, but I can't remember because I'm a bad husband. Who's <laughs> famous Donatello? <laughs> I don't think that's, that's the definition of a bad husband. If you don't know your spouse's favorite Ninja Turtle... Then there's trouble. I, I definitely don't know that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you probably don't know that. Um, you know what? No, I don't, man. I really See? don't. See? Look at that. The three of us guys need to do some reflection. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I need to you know, you know, think about my relationship. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, wives, uh, she, uh, my wife loved the uh, additional, uh, I guess you can call them postcards you ship with the package. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, especially the one for Clooney's. <laughs> we usually get a pretty good response for that. That the, what, oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh yeah, she, you know the, the the stripper pole on the cover definitely. As I as I wrapped it, took it out of the wrapper, and I'm like, "This is what I've been waiting for." And she's like, "Oh, does it have pole dancing stuff in it? Because I want to see." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, it's a comic book, babe. Come on." <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, there are less accepting women. So. <laughs> My wife designed those uh, those postcards, the, the the ads for the Clooties and for Dollar Dons, and we talked about before just like having those like in universe sort of like uh, products and stuff that make uh, make the world seem more real, like more tangible. Yeah, and yeah, because those are things that we like and the stuff yeah. that we buy. So uh, we thought they would be cool, like nice little touches. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it was definitely a very appreciated touch. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Cool. I'm glad. Thank you. People like Triple T- Triple Titty Tuesday. Triple yeah. Titty Tuesday. <laughs> Sometimes they think it's free and they're like, oh, free breakfast buffet. And we're like, no, no. Yeah. Or they think it's a real place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I had to do a double take. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the end game. Is we're going to start a strip club. Right, exactly. Use all of our Motor City Mo money to start a, crypt, a strip club. You should buy like, the URL for that and just fuck with me. <laughs> oh, that's shit. a great that's idea. That's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. You heard, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> you talked about doing a shared world. That can be like a place where all of your characters kind of meet. That's yeah. like a handoff place. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. got the first issue of Motor City Mo. Mm-hmm. Do you, and you guys said you want to do a shared universe. Do you have a, another book in that world that you're working on right now? Several. Several. <laughs> so the, it's funny, the way Motor City Mo, we wrote Motor City Mo... That's a whole, that's five books, and but then beyond that, we have one other whole s- series of books written for a different character, and then two other characters where we have like bits and pieces that we're yeah. we're we're filling in. So yeah, I mean the idea is to eventually have them 
potentially all meet up at, at some point, but if it makes sense. But geez, you, know, we, in, we gotta try to make sure the world in the early stages we came up with like what forty characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's there's tons that are on the back burner, but those four Mo, uh, the other one that like the script is written is Thunder Jack, mm-hmm. and that's the one that we're hopefully when we get Mo a little bit more further along we'll have uh, be able to get that in production. And then the other two are like Tyler said, we need to we need to revisit the scripts. They they haven't held up yeah. in the past couple of years. But um, yeah, we talked about you know doing crossovers and team ups and stuff. But it's only if it makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Every, Mo started off differently than it ended up, so we don't know if if we could do like an Avengers style thing with Motor <laughs> City Mo. I don't know how. Uh, I'm looking forward to backing on Kickstarter like a, a Motor City Mo Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, hey, never say never. <laughs> that would be cool. I know the the big question that I have because I need closure on things is when does Motor City Mode Two come out? Oh. <laughs> well, we have uh, our Kickstarter uh, September thirtieth this year, and then our hope is um, to have it come out uh, for the holidays because nothing says Merry Christmas like stripper poles, stripper poles, and gangsters. <laughs> so it, we were able. That's to... That's what I got my wife. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good man. Um, you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Good for you. <laughs> so we were able to, to fund our last one for, for book one. We were able to hit the Kickstarter goal, so we were really excited about that. And we were able to, hit, to um, get the book out on time. We wanted to get it out in February, and we did. So we're really hopeful that we can do the same thing this year, just get it out a little bit earlier. Hopefully one of us wins the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, would make that's things, that would make things so much easier. <laughs> right, because right now we're just waiting on our, our artist, Ryan uh, Tavares, um, he's getting started to, or he's getting ready to get started to, to start, um, he's ramping up production. <laughs> Sounds like you guys got a really good handle on things. I, my favorite thing to do at cons is to, I just peruse the, the, the indie books and I just, I get sick of the same old crap like all the time. And it's, I think I, I talked about this on the last episode, like last time I went to C2E2 before this year, because everybody had like a demon book. It was like, but the angels are the good guys, but the idiots. They are, but they're really secret demons. And it was like, for whatever, that was in the zeitgeist. <laughs> I had never come across something like Motor City Mo at one of those cons. And, like, the cover is really striking. Like you said, you have all the in-universe stuff. So I think you guys have, like, a really good game. Thank well, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was definitely a really good example of, like, a, a world building that seems like it's going to consistently carry on with the storyline. Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're aiming for. The cover was a joint effort between my wife, uh, Shannon, and our, our artist. And the idea was my wife's, though. Like, she mm-hmm. said from the beginning, like, it should be really minimalistic. Like, you don't need to have a lot on there. And um, we, we stuck to that, and we, we think it's really effective. I wanted it to just be a black cover. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was the original idea. <laughs> Plain black cover. <laughs> no words or anything. We were like, ah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Maybe for a different yeah. look. <laughs> Yeah, the cover is very striking. The the first uh, the opening is is incredibly striking. It, it was definitely a great start. Really enjoying it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I I am curious. Well, shit. I don't know. That's too spoilery. Dude. Um, <laughs> What's your question? Uh, how much? Spoiler alerts if we need. Well, no. Yeah. How much? How much backstory are we gonna get on Isadora? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. 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 You're gonna outstanding. You're pretty much all the questions I assume you have about Isadora is going are going to be answered in book 
future. In the future, yeah. In, the, in, 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 in an okay. upcoming book. By book three, you'll have all your answers, I assume. That's what we're Right. I mean, I obviously can't read your, your minds, but um, that, that's been a, a common question so far, which for some reason I didn't foresee. But not that we would have rewritten it or anything. Like, it, it unfolds the way it needs to, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people have asked that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's an, it's a very great start. I mean, it gives you enough. It tantalizes you enough to make you curious to want to know more. So now I gotta wait till fucking next year before I get <laughs> this book. What really left me on the edge of my seat was you know, Mo came back after going out and trying to recover the money. He was all shot up. Yeah, he had his run in with the uh, landlord. <laughs> How does he clean the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's an expert. Like this has happened before. Right. Yeah, exactly. I just skipped right over that. That's right. Really, I need to know in the universe. <laughs> well, maybe you should read book two. Maybe it's all about him cleaning the carpet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's That's forty pages of Mo cleaning the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume that he, he has this good relationship with his landlord and he's like hey mrs i'm blanking on her name never does this so i want to know more about those relationships he's like a nice landlord hey you're like getting intestines like all over my my carpet you're a nice guy you can stay right yeah I'm glad that that, uh, that that struck you so much because <laughs> one of our favorite our right. favorite parts yeah yeah i really love that landlord yes <laughs> mr cacciatore yeah I know I promised you guys 30 minutes because it is 1 a.m. here in, in Michigan. Before we go, I just wanted to just – I have a question. Do you have one last question, Cruz? I don't want to uh, be interviewed. Uh, go ahead. I just want to say you guys definitely seem like you're huge comic book fans. You had to, to do this. It's just going around the table, favorite book or favorite characters. Oh, well, my favorite character is Superman. Okay. Without a doubt. Yes! Has always been, always will be. He's wearing um, a Superman shirt right now. Wearing a Superman shirt. I remember going to Little Professors in Dearborn, Michigan, and uh, my dad would go look at whatever books he was going to go to, and I would go to a little comic book rack, rack and anything that had Superman on it, I wanted to read. Okay. I just bought uh, American Alien okay. with uh, written by Max Landis, so I'm reading that now. But, yeah, anything with Superman, I'm into it. Okay. okay, quick follow-up question to that. What do you think about the return of the trunks? I See, I like the return of the trunks. It didn't bother me when they were gone, but I kind of like having them there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just kind of... Yeah, it's kind of iconic. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm My favorite's also Superman. And my, my favorite book's All-Star. Like, my fa- well, collection is All-Star. That whole story, All-Star Superman. Okay. Absolutely love it. To me, like, that's, that's like the Superman story to me. Mm. Unless the lost points, because there's not any Superman memorabilia. Uh, <laughs> a lot well, that's because you're a Marvel like fanboy. Yeah, yeah, no, a lot honestly, a lot I also of... love Booster Gold. <laughs> I love Booster Gold. Booster Gold's great. Booster Gold's great. What do you think about Bendis taking, uh, moving over to DC and taking over that part of the story? Oh, I didn't know about that. I'm a little behind right now. <laughs> yeah, easy to do. Yeah. 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 We've yeah. been wrapped up in this, and I'm real behind on a lot of the uh, books. Plus, you can't read. True, yeah. Uh, for me, Batman. Okay. So, <laughs> Dylan and I used to awesome. get into arguments all the time until so I realized that I could love Superman too. I didn't need to. Um, but The Long Halloween was the first comic I ever, first Batman comic I really read and, and loved. And that was actually when I was, we were trying to figure out the look of like the art, the color, sorry, for Mo. I was like, this is what I wanted to kind of the tone and nice. stuff. So. Yeah. 
I feel bad. Yeah. You should have had Cruz. You guys should have gone to his place because he is our dedicated <laughs> DC correspondent. I don't run into a lot of Superman fans. No, I, I've actually started uh, for the first time. I'm reading through the Batman Hush arc. Oh, okay. oh you know okay. what? I, I I got that for Christmas. I think last year, and I still haven't read it. Yeah, I I, I made it a point. I'm, I'm you know, I, I know it's probably one of the best freaking Batman stories. So I need to freaking read it because I haven't been up to date and. Why miss a great piece like that? Right, I love the idea of it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Awesome. Uh, do you have any last questions? Oh, I am good to go, man. This is fantastic. Okay, uh, before I, I uh, let you guys go at this late hour, uh, anything you guys want to plug? The book. The book. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know when this will air, but we'll our next appearance will be at the Down River Comic Con at the Lincoln Park High School, which is June first. Crap. June second and third, yeah, it's a Saturday and Sunday. So we'll be there um, selling copies of Mo. So mm-hmm. you can come and get a copy for yourself. You can also buy it online. Yes, at uh, www.thethreewisemen.com. That's t h e t h r e e y s m e n dot com. It's awful. <laughs> it's, it, it's tough. Um, there is there is merch on their website too. That's yes. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you like the book and you want to show everybody else how much you like it, buy a Motor City Mo shirt. Yep, and then just keep in mind that the Kickstarter is going to be for book two, September uh, 30th. Um, so, and basically, if you buy book one, you're paying for book two. So if you like book one, <laughs> you paid for it. That's right. going to help us make book two. Any merchandise you sell, that goes directly to making book two as well. So right. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And then the YouTube. Oh, yeah, you can go to our YouTube page, too. Yeah, we're making lots of crazy videos on the YouTube. <laughs> I take it back. I don't want them to go to the YouTube. No, it's wrong. Go on our YouTube. You have to go to the YouTube, too. <laughs> I appreciate yep. you guys stopping by. I appreciate oh, sure. you guys being flexible. Unlike Absolutely. most podcasts, I don't have a mixing board. <laughs> so we literally just have a bunch of earbuds and sitting around a table with a <laughs> microphone. So you guys are really good sports. No, it's, yeah, awesome. definitely appreciate you coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for inviting us. It's still weird like for me like to just that people read it and then are like, hey, come talk about it. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, it's still cool to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Really appreciate it. Thanks Thanks for having me. Thanks, man.